Anyone else might have tossed her out the door the first day. Eleanor McKeon had tucked her up in bed and ensured she was cared for. Mabel and Lily were as sweet and kind. The only person she hadn't seen after that first night was Duncan. He was the one person who hadn't come to her room. But then it wouldn't have been proper, would it? Still, she'd come all this way to meet with him. Besides, she needed to know if her hunger had made her foolish. Was he truly as handsome as she remembered? Time was not her friend, and she'd taken three days that she didn't have. She needed to finish her errand and return to Glen Garden as soon as possible. I need to see Mr. McKeon. Do you know when he normally returns from work? He sometimes comes home for lunch, Mabel said. Not all the time, but most days. Rose consulted her brooch watch. 11.30. Would he be able to meet with her this afternoon, or would he want to delay until this evening? She needed to speak to him as soon as possible. If he didn't say yes, she would be faced with returning to Nassau empty-handed. Her stomach abruptly rumbled, loud enough for Lily and Mabel to hear. She felt her face warm. It was the smell of Mabel's scones cooking, no doubt, that prompted her hunger. They're almost done, Mabel said, smiling. Lily grabbed another cup from the sideboard as Mabel went to the oven. Rose tried not to look as eager for the scones as she was. She'd already eaten breakfast, and she was ready for lunch. The aroma was more than tantalizing. She felt as if she were being led by the nose to the stove. If he doesn't come home for lunch, what time will he come home tonight? She really did need to talk to him as quickly as possible. Mabel placed the tray of lightly browned scones, plump with raisins and smelling of spices, on the table. No human being could possibly resist them. When Mabel gave her two on a plate and Lily poured her some tea, she thanked both women. She folded her gloved hands around the hot cup. She hadn't accustomed herself to the strong tea she was served at every occasion, but perhaps it was an acquired taste. Another comment she wouldn't make. She was a guest in this house and was grateful for anything she was given. Two teaspoons of sugar, another luxury, made it bearable. Coming to England, to Scotland, meant reacquainting herself with all the creature comforts that had been lacking at Glen Garden for a while. Sugar, endless food, and the comfort of caring people. Bruce had believed in waking at dawn, and it was a habit the entire household had assumed. She was grateful that the Scottish McKeons didn't wake at five, but an hour or two later. Nor was that the only difference in the two branches. This home was run so much more informally. She'd heard Eleanor call out more than once, and overheard laughter coming from the kitchen. The servants seemed almost members of the family. At Glen Garden, no one helped each other. The slaves were there to do their bidding. At least, that had been true until January. She reached for her fork, trying to pace herself, but it was nearly impossible. The smell of the pastry was beckoning her. The first mouthful made her close her eyes in bliss. Mabel makes the best scones in Scotland, Lily said. She opened her eyes to find both women smiling at her.
It's truly wonderful. It's like biting into heaven. Mabel's laugh swirled around the room and incited her own smile. I'll remember that as being the best compliment I've ever received, Rose McKeon, and I'll be thanking you for it. For the next several minutes, the only thing she did was concentrate on eating. I knew I smelled scones, a voice called out. It's almost like following a trail, Mabel, all the way from Hillshead. A woman stopped into the kitchen doorway and stared. Her face was triangular, ending in a pointed chin. Her eyes, a soft blue, possessed a dark circle surrounding the iris, as if to accentuate the shade. She reminded Rose of someone, and in that instant she knew who the woman was. Glynis, Eleanor's daughter.